and welcome to episode 15 of the Pro Diaries. I'm Jack Campus, and I'm here with Jenna. How are you, Jenna? I am amazing. I honestly am amazing. I always say this because I never say that I come on here and initially say that I'm not, but things are good. And tell us why things are good. Things are good, guys. I've moved house. We didn't record last week because I was in the shit show that is moving. Um, I moved house. I've just been working like a freaking animal. <laughs> um, I've been eating well. I checked in this morning for the first time in like a month, didn't I? Um, I'm just in a good place. Like I feel more aligned and more connected to my true sense of self than ever before. Like I'm just doing what I want to be doing, you know, and it's really, really nice. That's good. And what sort of impact has that sort of had on all areas of your life? You know, like what, like you feel more connected being in this new spot. So what's that sort of doing for you in terms of like work and training and motivation? You know, it's funny, like we have said in previous episodes that sometimes it's just not the right time to diet, you know, and you often don't realize the situations that are holding you back because they are comfortable, familiar and safe. And it is scary making big change. Like I have wanted to move house for so long and I just never took the leap of faith because it's such a big shitty job. And I finally did it and everything is just falling into place. Like I'm working harder. I am naturally just moving more, doing more steps. I'm eating better. I'm cooking. I'm work like I'm just I'm just in a good place. And as a result, I'm feeling better with my own personal appearance as well. Yeah, well, it all sort of reflects back, doesn't it? Yeah, exactly. Like if your mind well, feels good, then you have better habits and you're more, you know, positive towards yourself than when your mind feels crap, you're normally quite negative towards yourself. It's pretty pretty um common for people to have that when they've got stuff going on, they can be quite harsh on themselves so that's good exactly exactly and I think that it's really hard to actually identify when something is holding you back particularly if you're attached to it like I loved where I lived mm. I loved being close to my friends I loved my home and the gym and I used to have this little sort of nagging thought that I needed to move but I just ignored it for so long and for me it was changing location and getting out of a place that held a lot of heavy and dark memories. Um, for some people, it could be a relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be a job. And you know deep down yeah. that you, you're not happy there, but you're not addressing it. And I promise you, as soon as you face the fear and rip that Band-Aid off, you will feel so much better. Like if you're listening to this right now and there is a little voice in your head that Maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't be doing X, Y, Z. Maybe that is holding you back from really unlocking your true potential. I know this sounds pretty big to be opening this podcast with, but like you won't know yourself once you force yourself to make that change that you've been putting off. And it's going to take a lot of reflection to get to that point. You know, often 
we know within ourselves when something isn't right in our lives, like we're unhappy or there's something that's just like weighing heavy on us. Like myself recently, you know, I had to go through that process of figuring out, you know, like what is it that is going on in my life that, you know, needs to change for me to take myself mentally and physically to the next level. And, you know, there were some hard realizations that came to me and that reflection will open up to you, you know, like what is it that's holding you back? Is it like um, Jenna said, is it a relationship? Is it work? Is it, you know, uh, where you're living? Maybe it's your environment where you're training. Maybe it's the friends you're hanging out with. Um, so there could be something that you need to reflect on, you know, really look at, okay, what areas of my life are great and what ones aren't serving me in the way that I need to be served. And then you can start to make a roadmap to <coughs> successful <coughs> And if I know, I know. I think that what what happens is you tell yourself that you don't want to or that you can't make a change. And really what you're doing is you're not being true to yourself, like you're not living in your truth. You're not Oh my goodness, Cookie! <laughs> I'm just imagining Jack running around after his cat right now. How funny! But right. what I what I was as, as, <laughs> I'm back. We did have mail, so it's all good. Yeah. Um, yeah, what I was saying was, like, you won't know yourself when you address whatever it is that you think is holding you back. And sometimes if you've been in that situation for a long time, like a job or a comfortable relationship or, you know, a house, it it feels like you can't move because that place or thing has become part of your identity. Yeah. And sometimes um, being comfortable when you can shift that. isn't. Sorry, I think you're we're yeah. lagging a little bit, so we're like crossover. Oh, it's now that you've don't moved have, into bloody... uh, the internet yet. Oh, I see. I don't sort have the internet. It's terrible, and I'm I'm hotspotting off my phone, and I've reached my data limit, and. Moving house is stressful, guys. I'm telling you, it's like ripping off a Band-Aid and it's amazing, but it's also very stressful. Especially when you do it in a week and you make the decision and move within a week. There's not a lot of time to like... I did it in up, like three it? days. Yeah, it was oh. Yeah, it was crazy. A big, big move. Um, but on that note, this is going to be a short and sharp episode. And what we really want to do is help you guys uncover, you know, the synergies that can exist when things fall into place. And often you have to take some level of action that is uncomfortable or scary in order to find that synergy. So I guess maybe what we'll do is look at some ways that you can identify what it is that you feel you need to change. Because sometimes, you know, it's becoming aware of it first. And then the action mm. around that. Wait. <laughs> um, <you> agreed. <laughs> Cookie is bang on with you on that one, Gina. Um, yeah, I think 
the identification is the, the probably sometimes the hardest part because I think like internally a lot of us know that there's something not right, but it's hard to kind of um, pinpoint what it is or even be true to yourself to what it is because sometimes we we lie to ourselves to say that, you know, we are happy or we should be content or, you know, like I'm always one to, to start to, to feel grateful and to feel blessed. That's definitely not what I'm trying to say is, don't look for a problem that's not there and definitely be, be happy with the things that you're blessed with. But, you know, if you're comfortable within a job or a relationship, but it's that comfort is preventing you from moving forward or potentially um, not allowing you to do the things that you want to do or it's keeping you in a place where, um, you know, you don't have that spark anymore, then that's when you need to go, okay, well, you know, what, what is it that I can do to change it? Yeah, and also, you know, sometimes, so Jake would ask me, why haven't you been on track? Like, what's been happening? And it's not that easy to identify. Like, what I was realizing, it took a while for me, but I'm like, oh, you know, so-and-so came over for a wine, so-and-so came over for a wine, or I just walked over the road and got rice paper rolls, or blah, blah, blah. Like, it's not saying move far away from your friends or the shops, but it's like, identify these habits that you've got that you're either not changing um, or do something about it to change. And I think as well, like lockdown was an extremely triggering event or experience for me. I lost my mom and we went into lockdown. And then this year I lost my auntie and we went into lockdown and I was locked down in a house that reminded me of pain and grief. So what felt normal in my house was drinking alcohol. Like not that I was doing it every day, but like red wine here and there or, um, you know, going to get snacks or seeing friends. It felt normal because it was part of grieving. And you've got to be kind to yourself when grieving, like that's okay. But I don't want those habits and behaviors to become part of my normal life now, you know, and I'm trying to resume normal life as much as I can. Obviously, it'll never go back to pre-trauma. But my point is there with Things that you can choose to control, obviously, like seeing friends and being more social and your nutrition, but then there's things that when it does get hard for you to manage, it's like, okay, well, I'm consistently reminded of the pain and the grief that I went through, so I resort to the coping mechanisms that I had for that period of my time. Does that make sense? And it's like moving just gave me a new lease. Yeah, moving just gave me a new lease on life in the sense that, (laughs) ha. Pun intended, new lease. <laughs> um, that was actually pun intended. But, yeah, like it just gave me a new lease on life. It gave me this new perspective and this ability to be like, okay, I'm going to start fresh. I'm going to choose what habits I bring with me to my new house. And I guess the same thing can happen if you start a new job or join a new gym or leave a relationship. You know, if you've got something that's triggering other things for you, how can you change those? And it's quite soul cleansing when you like, you know, like change a job or move house or into a relationship and you start to declutter your life and you let go of certain, you know, personal effects or attachments or things like that. You kind of feel like you're starting fresh. It's like Gina said, like a new lease or a new leaf or a new page, whatever you want to call it. You kind of get to push that reset button and go, okay, what am I going to do moving forward from this? What are the, the habits that was that I want to continue? And what are some things that I definitely do not want to continue? 
Um, and that to yeah. me is very freeing. And, you know, within a couple of weeks, like if you do that process and free yourself from some of those connections, um, clear out, reorganize, declutter, I feel like you kind of feel light. Like it's like you feel that light lifted sense. Like I can just rebuild from like a fresh canvas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think that you don't, you can set yourself goals to lose weight or to adhere to fat loss, but we are humans and we deal with emotions and things get in the way. And yeah, we've spoken about in the prep diaries how to have coping mechanisms that can help you overcome life's objections and adhere to your plans. But if you're throwing these objections at yourself, time and time again you're making it harder for yourself remember guys emotion is energy in motion so you know your the energy that's around you is constantly you know working at your brain at other areas of your life so if there's that negative energy around you or something that's causing you to be negative that is going to spill over because it's energy in motion it's going to spill over into other areas of your life so, you know, it's something you do want to exactly. get, get on top of because the more positive energy you can surround yourself with and the more positive scenarios and situations you put yourself in, that's going to have ultimately a positive effect on your mental health and other relationships and other things going on in your, going on in your life and be a positive outcome rather than someone who's sitting in with a lot of negative emotion. Yeah, exactly. So, Jake, I guess... This is not necessarily on the topic of nutrition or training, but some life advice here. What are some action steps that you could take, that someone could take if they're listening to this and they're like, okay, there's something that I feel that's holding me back and I just haven't been doing anything about it? Well, I would set, I would set you know, like a, a game plan down. So, you know, write, write it down, make it real. Um, Put it down on paper and go okay well what are the areas that you know you feel like need work and then write i guess a step-by-step guide to rectify that so let's let's use moving house for example so you know you would write down you know jenna might write down you know she feels like she needs a fresh start because her current you know house is connected to a lot of trauma and some bad habits and as much as she loves it moving away from that would be like a nice fresh start for her so you know for her she would write down moving and then she could write down the things she would need to do to make that happen and then start actioning those steps with a timeline so it might be like find someone to move out with and you know give yourself two weeks to do that you know look at properties give yourself two weeks to that move so you know you've got a six-week plan of how it's all going to fall into place and then all the little things you need to do on that like get power, get a washing machine, get internet, whatever that may be. But you're starting to put some steps into place to make that a, a real outcome rather than just being like, I feel like I need to move and then do nothing about it. Or I feel like my job isn't where I want to be, but you're not studying anything in the background, you know? So, you know, something like a job would be a longer term thing. If you're not in the industry you want to be in, you might go and source out some courses and start doing some research, writing that down, look at the time frame to get qualified. So, you know, you can go, okay, well, I do have to stay in this job for a year, but by the end of that year, in the background, I'm going to be working on my 
PT certificate or whatever, a marketing you know, paper from university or whatever it might be. So then when you get to the end of that year, your next move might be like, okay, I'm gonna look for another job using these qualifications now. So, you know, setting those timelines, writing it down and putting some actionable steps in place and then coming back to it regularly um, is what I would do to sort of make a change. Yes, I think so too. And I think that being really honest with yourself is important. Like I always talk about journaling and, you know, often you, you write these little notes to yourself or you have these thoughts like that you don't, you're not hearing. Like if you were to look at your thoughts or look at, look at your past journal entries and be like, what is consistently coming up for me that's showing me that I'm stressed or unhappy, that I'm choosing not to change? Because what you're not changing, you are choosing, right? Um, you're continuing to choose the same same thing. Uh, and and I'm, I really wanted to talk about it on this episode because I've only been in this place for a week and a half, but I've never experienced this degree of true connection to myself, my purpose, my happiness. Like I'm not eating my feelings because I'm not feeling those feelings I'm not feeling anxious and agitated and lost like I was and I'm really excited to embody a better version of myself this new chapter that that comes with change and you don't have to make a physical change to have a new chapter it's just a choice but um you have to really be the driving force behind that choice 100% you know like exactly what you said you can't you can't sit on it and not make a change. Like if you want an outcome, there is going to be a necessary change in whatever you're doing. And there's probably going to be an uncomfortable period as well. You know, moving house is uncomfortable. You've got that, you know, time of finding the house and sorting out all the extra bits and pieces, then moving itself with the packing and unpacking and resettling and, all that stuff, it's not easy. It, it puts a lot of extra stress on, particularly if you've got work and other commitments. And, you know, there is going to be an uncomfortable period, but you're not going to ever get to a point in life where you're truly happy or you've truly got your passion and spark when you don't go through and endure some uncomfortable times for the greater good. So, you know, it, it isn't going to be an instant gratification. There is always going to be, you know, a downside to to changing something. That's why being comfortable is sometimes not the best thing because it doesn't allow you to oh move into the space of, okay, now what? What do I really need to focus on? And, you know, going into a new area where you can paint from a fresh canvas. Now, as uh, it looks like we have lost Jenna, her internet has probably maxed out or finished so i will wrap up this episode there a little bit on mindset and motivation um but we will be back next week for a longer episode and hopefully jenna has some instant connection as well so she doesn't drop out but thanks guys for listening and always thank you for sharing